0: Well, it's just me and the kitty here, kitty cat here today. And she's, uh, <clears throat> protecting the place from birds and squirrels and keeping us safe. Um, and my girls are all away to either moved out or off to college or off helping family. So a good, all good things. And so I said to myself, self, this is a good time to record a podcast. And this is Steve Gretsch, and it's the long version of, uh, of a different drummer. So <laughs> uh, anyways, I've been working on this one and pondering it. It's so great. And actually, my pastor gave me the verses. And um, so I think, I'm t- I think I'm taking my first request here. Or actually, this might be the second. I don't know, one or two. And it's from Hebrews 12, 25-29. The title of the podcast is, We are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And it's subtitled, A Temporary Place, or The Temporary Place, and The Permanent Place. Hebrews 12, 25-29 says, See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they do not escape when they refused him, Who warned them on earth, how much less will we, if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven? At that time his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised, Once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, there's the promise, let us be thankful. And so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. So um, in that rather long section of Scripture, it's there's near and far. There was God shook the earth before, and he's going to shake it again. Um, so here we have our Creator, God. Who spoke once to create the earth, spoke and will speak again to destroy it, and shake it. Uh, there is a coming destruction in 2 Peter 3, ten through eleven, uh it says, By the day, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief, the heavens will disappear with a roar, the elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives. So looking back at our verse for today, Hebrews, in Hebrews, I can see that there is the near and the far, and our Creator speaks to create, although it doesn't say that in there, but he's, he's going to, He speaks to destroy and to shake the, uh, the earth, and that's in the future. But it says also to be thankful and to worship God. And so I'm thinking um, let's not be preoccupied with what is seen. I, I I you know I tend to be preoccupied with the seen and the things that are going to be shaken and be destroyed. And so uh Second Peter says, What kind of people ought we to be? Live and we're to live holy and godly lives. The unseen father you know, he is, he is best. He is, um, he knows, um, and he's made promises. And in Matthew 6, 6, it says, when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So let's, I just, I need to remember that to pray, go into my closet they don't have many closets in this house. I'm, I'm not sure why. It just didn't. Um, but <laughs> and it actually be pretty small spaces. But go go in my closet and pray. And the father's the father hears us, and he he um he hears us, and he knows. Um, and during this time, um, I always like to point towards what we do, and and that's one of the things we do is that go into our closets and pray in 2 Corinthians 4:18 it says so we fix our eyes not on what is seen but what is unseen since what is seen is temporary and what is unseen is eternal and there it is uh it's hard for us to do we um, i mean my whole life has been here i don't i know nothing else but the unseen is the te- is the permanent so we have the the temporary what is seen and what is permanent, what is, what is unseen. So I always like, you know, I've been bringing out the means of grace, and that's what our church talks about. It's in Acts 2.42. These are things, you know, that we do um, in the meantime. We we adhere ourselves. We stick with the apostles' teaching, which is scripture. We memorize it. We can delight in it. Uh, we read it. Uh, we have fellowship with each other. We pray. Um, and we have the breaking of bread. And so this is a time for us as we press on on this journey and we can hide in Christ. And John 3, uh, no, six thirty seven says, All those the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. Isn't that great to know? So that the Lord is planning on shaking this place. He already shook it once. He's going to shake it again. And he is his. He says to come to him, and he has that. He has safety for us. Uh, we come to him, and he is a safe place. I would like to kind of point out that, there's, that there are glimpses of this unseen permanent place in two Corinthians twelve, two through four. It says, "I know a man in Christ who fourteen years ago was caught up to the third heaven." Whether it was in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know. But God knows. Isn't that great? It doesn't matter. God knows. <laughs> was caught up <clears throat> to paradise and heard inexpressible things, things that no one is permitted to tell. Paul had to, you know, I've said this before put your pencil down, sir. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, he wasn't allowed to tell. Um, but that place is the permanent place, and the believers—it's the believers' inheritance. I love this. Two Peter one, eleven says, "And you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ." There it is—the eternal kingdom. Uh, I, I look forward to that. That's what I want, and I'm sure you, the listener, do too. That rich welcome into the eternal kingdom, this permanent place that will not be shaken. Uh, I love I love Isaiah 6, 1-5. through 5. This is our king's dwelling. In the year that King Uzziah, Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings, and with two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying, and they were calling to one another, "Holy, holy, holy, is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory." At that, at that, uh, sorry, at that sound of their voices, the doorposts and the thresholds shook. There we go again. And the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Isaiah knew, he knew, he was uh, he was in trouble. And um, because he saw the King, um, there was a time, there was, in that time, and there was a time to see the King and not to see the King. And so he knew he was in trouble, but his sins were atoned for, and the Lord took care of that. Uh, So we have the we have the. I kind of wanted to point out where this place, where we're we're so used to this place, the scene, is the completely opposite of that place, the the permanent place. In Psalm forty six, which I just love, this Psalm one through five says, "God is our refuge and strength, an ever present help in trouble." Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give away and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and the foam and the mountains quake with their surging. This is is the good part. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fail. God will help her at the break of day. So there we have it, the permanent place. Where God, the Lord Jesus Christ dwells, it's a safe place. It's a permanent place. There's no zip code there. There's no, um, There's. it's not on any map. You can't find it. Um, and it's the place that will not be shaken. Christ is the safe place. You know, my wife pointed out, and um, she said that he absorbed the wrath. The Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm glad she pointed that out, uh, because Christ came, absorbed the wrath on our behalf in our place, and made it and made it so we could go to that permanent place, the place that will not be shaken. Second Peter 3, 13 says, Nevertheless we, according to his promise, look for a new heavens and a new earth, where wherein dwelleth righteousness. This is the believer's inheritance, it's the permanent place with our King Jesus. Praise him. For his promises of the indestructible and everlasting place of which Christ has done. He's made this available. It's the believer's destination. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to leave with another glimpse of that permanent place. It's found in Daniel 7 9 through 10. It says, And I looked, thrones were set in place, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was as white as snow, the hair of his head was white as, like wool. His throne was flaming with fire, and its wheels were all ablaze. A river of fire was flowing, coming out from before him. Thousands upon thousands attended him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated, and the books were opened. We know that as believers, uh, we, uh, the Lord provided a place for, uh, for us, and he has provided a way through his Son, Jesus Christ, to the permanent place. The promise that it won't be shaken. And um, so that's it. I'm going to leave with that. I hope you guys have a great day. And we will just talk to you soon. And talk to you later. Take care.